0: Alright. I do an
1: intro. Yes. <laughs> oh my I don't even have like I didn't even prepare my list of like plug zone links. What am I doing this week?
0: Hey, we're freewheeling. Uh, yeah, this we're is just gonna, gonna be, gonna be have the to podcast. Wing it. This is the intro. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Kingdom thirst podcast. we're doing great this morning we're very professional we're very like it's it's all good we're very prepared I definitely took notes for this I did it let's like listen listen Amalia how are you doing
1: (laughs) I am great I am great I am really looking forward to being totally surprised by whatever this book is yeah, like, we're
0: doing like an actual. Yeah, we've never like, done like one of regular... these before.
1: I'm used to like no. having to like. This is why I was off my game because I was yeah. like, oh no, Abigail, she's not telling me anything. I don't have to like prepare anything.
0: No, this isn't no, a
1: topical not. podcast for me, so I really just didn't prepare anything.
0: <laughs> nope. Well, you really, you really didn't prepare anything. Hopefully, you can remember the titles of your own books. <laughs> oh yeah.
1: Yeah, that's going to be a struggle
0: <laughs> <laughs> Because you are an author. If you haven't listened to our previous episodes that you've been on, you've been on two episodes of the podcast before? Two. I think it's been two. Because we yeah. did the Myths re- the myths yeah. Retelling and then we did Son of Zeus episode. Yeah, we did. But you were featured on it, the Orc episode yes. for the first time. Yes. So technically you've
1: It you've feels like so many mean. more episodes than that.
0: Yeah, 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 I know, this does feel interminably long, and,
1: uh, yeah. Actually, yeah. I was going for, it feels like we've been friends for forever, and we've done this all this whole time, but, yeah, okay. Well, to be fair, <laughs> if you're listening
0: to hours of my voice, it's easy to feel like that, right? Like, also, we talk every day, almost, yeah, so, well, there, like... Yeah, there is that, yeah. There is that. Um, so, okay, so I didn't give you any heads up for what this no. is. I... I wanted to do. So this is the first episode that's going to come out post birthday month, Ooh. which was a fever dream of of uh self-indulgence on my part. Um you hopefully listener had last week listened to the twilight episode <laughs> which was a massive departure from what we normally do. Um not particularly funny, I don't think. It was a... Uh, Molly, you have not listened to it I yet, have but not. it is it is a real actual audio essay with soundscaping and special music. Um, and it's, it's a deep, deep dive into the brief and biased history of Twilight. Um, so if that is your bag and you haven't listened to it yet, that's the previous episode. Um, you should do that because I worked really hard on oh. it and a lot of people submitted really wonderful um stuff. I cannot to, to wait. It. It's really it's quite excited. something. I got the so uh just a few days ago, Andrew Machado, who's the um who is Paige's boyfriend who's has been featured on the podcast before. He's also the creator of our theme. Um, He did a special theme specifically for this episode. It is bluesy and absurd. It's fabulous. I love it. Um, He went very, like, lo-fi with it. It's it's wonderful. Um, So you should listen to that. But after doing all of that and the, like, craziness of birthday month and um, all those really wonderful episodes that I wanted to do for me personally (laughs) – and for no one else um i i thought we needed to do like a traditional episode and i also We're going into November. Um, I am at the tail end of writing a monster of a book. Uh, I have no mental space to do anything more elaborate than what I've been doing. And we're headed into uh, the birthday or not birthday. God. See? See? My brain is Swiss cheese. Um, We're headed into the Christmas season slash holiday season, whatever you celebrate. Buying stuff season is what we're headed into. And I am working extra at the bookshop. All of this to say, ya girl is spread a little thin. I can just imagine. A little thin. Yeah. So I decided I wanted to take a dive into some of the first romance novels that I read. Um and I was like obviously I've done Cressley Cole. We we Ben knew about Cressley Cole. She was the very first official romance novel I ever read. But I there was like a gap there in high school where I wasn't reading that much because I got really, really into doing art. Um, so I was writing a lot of fan fiction and reading a lot of fan fiction, but not actually reading a lot of traditionally published or indie published romance it's novels. It's all um, Yeah, yeah, all makes sense. Um, and then about my senior year, I got a Kindle and I realized that I could purchase books for like 99 cents, which to a high schooler, and it I'm like, yeah. your life. Everything was different after that, um, and so I realized that I still have that same Kindle account. So I have a list of all of the Yes,
1: yes, I, <sighs> yes, I love
0: this. I there's a part of me, there's a part of me that's like, if I could just inhabit. 2012 Abigail's head for just like a little bit like who is she (laughs) who is she I don't know her she made some choices she read some books that like are so like out of the realm of of what I would ever choose to read now (laughs) as an adult human being yes and what's wild is they're not like they're not bad. They're just stuff I don't read now mm-hmm. and I don't really remember being super into, but apparently I was because I read like 10 of the same type of book in a row. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Do you do you remember like what kind of romance novels you were reading around like 17, 18? 17, Any particular 18, themes?
1: Um, because I was reading off of my mother's shelf, it was like yeah. all like medieval medieval romances. Like all, all of okay. It medieval yeah. romances I and like oh. and like uh Anne McCaffrey which is mm-hmm. not really but she did have like the Crystal Singer trilogy is definitely a romance at its core like the last two mm-hmm. books it's all about like the, the relationship that she had like the that Kila Chandra has with Lars Doll, and I was like obsessed mm-hmm. obsessed with those books and that love story and mm-hmm. everything uh like just like basically i was like reading other books for nuggets of romance outside of what was on my mother's shelf
0: mhm yeah yeah i mean this is basically like i was apparently just reaching for whatever you know whatever was, was 99 cents
1: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um
0: but i but i very clearly like <sighs> i had a theme sorry. and it's a theme that i don't i'm sorry i just <laughs> you really tickled something you, huh? that i bought because it was free and read and it was totally just sorry okay so i think you need to share with the class <laughs> share with the class <laughs> malia share with the class
1: it you can't you can't bring you can't bring brownies for
0: two of your friends and not share with the rest of the class you need to share it with everybody
1: it's funny that you should say that oh god oh <laughs> no this was a that involves a lot of fudge going in places wait hold on stop the podcast
0: hole. stop the podcast did you say it involves a lot of fudge like the because actual that could food. mean, are we, actual well, food. hey, the other kind isn't inedible. It's just inadvisable. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's oh, this is so good. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. There's just, there was just a lot of fun, wasn't there? and it was so
1: weird and the whole time i was reading no it, shit. i
0: was thinking oh my god the
1: yeast infection oh my god no amalia no there was punched out oh there
0: yes <laughs> yes that's what i'm saying i don't want those brownies <laughs> It, Put him back it back in the was tin and leave the classroom. So, like absurd,
1: oh. it was so absurd to me. I made my husband read it too, because I wow. was just like, "What is it's happening?" <laughs> like I just needed someone else to read it, so that I knew that I wasn't like that. It wasn't something that I had invented in my head. Oh, <sighs> well. Okay. That's speaking of books that we read. That's that we that's just more interesting now. than anything I will ever be able to say. Okay, that's fine.
0: That's fine. We're, we're <laughs> moving on because I can't. Sorry. I can't. I can't. I'm sorry. So, mm-hmm. Amalia, yes. um, what no, do you know? I, I about... want to know what
1: your theme was. What were all the books that you were reading?
0: Well, that's what I'm. That's what I'm okay, into. Right, right. Let me steer yeah, this craft. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I've right. got my hand on the rudder. I'm Let's do this. <clears throat> okay. Right. I, I don't know if you listened to our Transcendence episode. <laughs> I don't know if I have. Which was the caveman romance. Oh, no, I haven't listened to that one yet, but I, like, really, like, it's on my By list. By Shea Savage, or Shea Savage. She never told me how to pronounce her name. Excellent. She just said she liked the episode. Love it. Hi, Shea. Okay, so, the, uh, one of the things that I, I talked about in that up, that episode was that it is a caveman romance mm-hmm. where the main character is a modern woman mm-hmm. who is Slipped. <laughs> back into time of course of course and she falls in love with um our boy ed and or whatever yeah and he you know uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's great um that's it. hence the the caveman background i have okay. Uh, okay. on this call right now oh excellent. i haven't had the heart to change it because i do love it very much um and I in that episode, I think I talked about how like I don't typically read a lot of time slip romances. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I read like Outlander, for mm-hmm. instance. Um, and that's a time slip, and and they, eh, cool. A time slip is basically where like someone f- from the future or the past, I guess, someone from another time, is put into a different time mm-hmm. stream. Um, either through reincarnation or like hitting her, their head and waking up in a new body, or being or, like, physically
1: from the underworld into the modern being- day.
0: It's almost, it's almost like you're the perfect guest for this, huh? I guess, I guess, yeah. Uh, certain books, uh, as in Son of Zeus, yeah. whose author we don't know and are not currently yeah, talking to. Yeah, have no idea who wrote that book, yeah. yeah. That's so weird. weird. Such a mystery. Yeah. Uh, th- three stars. <laughs> I'll take it. Just in it. general. I'll take it. Uh. <clears throat> God, can you imagine I would feel like the biggest asshole in the world if I started doing Star ratings. <laughs> if I actually started doing reviews, no, I'm never gonna do that no, ever. Yeah, Star Ratings are terrible. Yeah. No. I either liked the book or I didn't, y'all. And you know, you'll you know very quickly. <laughs> <if I did. laughs> um, okay, so <clears throat> I'm not, like, a huge, like, I don't gravitate towards them. They're cool. I like them well enough. But a lot of times, one of the reasons I kind of avoid them is because there tends to be a, a certain amount of cringe yeah. that happens in these books. Like, there's always a sort of, like, communication yeah. gap or, like, or like, un- a cultural understanding yeah. gap that sometimes in the wrong hands can provide what I referred to in uh, CM Nascosta's interview as a fatal amount of cringe. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and that is when I put the book down mm-hmm. and I go take a shower. And then I never pick it back up again. Yeah. Um, so it was really interesting to me to go back and look at all the books that I read in 2012, the year I got my Kindle, mm-hmm. and see that 99% of them were time slip romances. Really? Um, yes. I, was that and, like around when, that was around when Outlander was really big so it's interesting you should say that because the book we're talking about today is a book that is no longer in print but is still available as an ebook. um some of the other books in the series are available in print i don't know why this one isn't maybe it's just Mm backward i have no Mm -hmm. idea but like if you try and look up the isbn it doesn't exist so Mm. i don't know however um this book was blurbed by diana gabaldon huh yeah, and as I was reading it, rereading it as an adult, because I, I obviously like, I remembered like what it was about and certain scenes from it. Because again, steel trap for plot, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I was really struck by how very similar it was to Outlander hmm. um, in many, many ways. Not in any way like, uh, like it felt like a cheap ripoff right, or anything right, right. like that. It was just very similar. Um, I with more romance because the first outlander book like it takes you like 700 fucking pages to get to any actual romance it's very hardcore like historical fiction for most of it and then it and then it just gets grim it gets so grim i have
1: to say i i actually have a very distinct memory of reading the first outlander book i was on the train to new york city and -hmm. like just like reading it and giggling I don't know why I was giggling huh. through the whole be- beginning of the book. Well,
0: Claire, Claire is like pretty like sassy yeah, and yeah. like, yeah, she's, she's a good, I love Claire. I love Claire as a character. I thought she was so competent without seeming like in any way out of place yeah. or like, like weirdly, com- like, like yeah. someone who is too good at what they do, well, you know, like it feels like some a character. Well, shit.
1: So yeah. like, I mean, you can't live through a war as a nurse without like having some level of confidence and competency once you get out yeah. of that.
0: Yeah. I feel being like. a world war two combat nurse. Yeah. yeah you're going to be, you're going to be pretty good at what yeah. you do. <laughs> um, so I, in, in very similar ways, this, this book has a strong female character mm-hmm. who is um, by circumstances outside of her control um, dropped into another time ish. Mm-hmm. Now, you can I I hesitate to say it's another time because it is still actually within our timeline. It's just an alternate dimension, sort of. What? Um, yes, <laughs> and you're gonna it's, it's gonna make sense in a second because this book is called Dangerous Talents. It's by Frankie Robertson, mm-hmm. and it is about a woman who is uh basically dropped into one of the nine worlds of the Norse pantheon. What? And so basically the 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 mythology of this book is when the uh Greenland sendal- settlers, the Vikings, um settled there, they like lived there for a couple hundred years and then their society like mysteriously collapsed and they disappeared. Yes. And we don't really know what happened to them. We don't really know where they went. Okay, yada yada, basically, right? <laughs> more or less, yeah. more yep. or less. That's yep. the that's yep. the history there. Um, well, the the story follows a splinter group of when the Greenland settlement was beginning to to disintegrate. Mm-hmm. Um, eight hundred years ago, they disappeared, and we don't really know to them. Okay, well, what happened was they believe that they were rescued from uh from dying in the american wilderness essentially <laughs> um and and dropped into alfheim by their by by balder oh my god um, and how have i never they, read this like what i'm yeah, so mad yes okay yes. because it's because it's in north america where they were picked up there's also Native Americans who live here. So it's, they, they think it's Alfheim. Whatever it is, it's an alternate dimension where these Vikings were dropped and these Native Americans were dropped, and they exist mostly peacefully. They're, they have their own have their own stuff. They they live hmm. there. It's not a big deal. But no one's been there. No one's gone across the Rainbow Bridge hmm. to get here in 800 years. So they've been fully cut off from everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, They've developed, like, they're still Vikings, but they have evolved somewhat because it's, like, their... it's been 800 and years because it's been 800 years and they've been exposed
1: changed. to a different culture
0: exactly yeah. exactly and they are again more or less peaceful except at the time when the book begins someone is trying to start a war between um the two groups um and what they believe is like the the people that they have the the viking settlements have outcast and the, the people the native americans have outcast have kind of banded together to start shit yeah, yeah, um legit um yeah like a you know typical like you know fantasy yep, yep, non- yep. war nonsense but our character celia montrose she is a modern woman she is a 911 operator um but in her free time she photographs petroglyphs in the arizona wilderness hmm. um In the, in the desert and she has been trying to get a photo of these petroglyphs that everyone knows are there but no one's been able to actually get photographic evidence of and she's finally got a lead on it and so she is hiking out with this guy who's like i can lead you there and something happens to her while she's out there she falls she passes out when she wakes up she's in a totally different desert right yeah and she wanders for like two days in the desert almost dies and is found by our hero and his band uh i can't for the life of me pronounce his name as i am sure it's supposed to be pronounced <laughs> it's like it's a deleven doll doll Evan, d h d a h l e v e n deleven doll Evan. Hmm. anyway i'm just going to call him doll our boy doll okay yeah. uh, mm-hmm. yep and i <laughs> This book, I remembered this book. I I remember liking this book. What I didn't remember was how dark some parts of this Hmm. book is. Like, it is in the same vein as Outlander. It gets really fucking dark really fast. Hmm. Like, people die, like, immediately. Hmm. Okay. All right. People you like die immediately in grisly ways. That's too bad. (laughs) But that being said, it is more romance-focused than Outlander Hmm. is, so I did enjoy it a little bit more. Um. I I really
1: need to read this book.
0: You do. Like, there are parts of it. Okay. I've said it on the podcast before. But here's one thing you don't need to have in all of your books, fantasy slash historical fiction writers. And that's a pee moment. You don't need to have a pee moment. You don't need to. I fully comfortable <laughs> n- pretending like no one ever pees or has ever peed or pooped or done anything <laughs> involving those parts of their bodies aside from sexiest times. I don't need, I don't need, t- I don't need that element of realism. Just like, I don't need to hear about how someone like can't shave their legs anymore. I don't need to hear about it. I don't care. I'm perfectly comfortable. Just never existing in that space again. Except, you know, and then a lot of times these are writers to try to bake in some uncomfortable, let's do. Let's reinforce our <laughs> cultural differences with urine. Let's do that. And it happens like three times in this book, where she like gets upset. <sighs> <laughs> can't i can't with it like there's no need for a character to be like oh let's make a big deal about where i can piss like i just we don't need to do it and i know i've had this discussion with tiffany roberts tiffany was like i don't listen people get really upset with us sometimes when we don't include where how they would pee because people are pedantic assholes you know what if you are that kind of reader stop it stop it I don't give a shit. You don't give a shit. It's fiction. If somebody's, say, in that instance, already like about to enter a romantic relationship with a spider alien, are you really gonna get up in my business about where she pees? Stop it. I mean I agree. Suspend your disbelief. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. I know. Team I just Let's not team i don't want to acknowledge that any of that ever happens or ever will happen or ever has happened i'm with you it's really fru- you. it's really frustrating for me and my so that's it's just, so that's going to be the
1: downside of
0: that's the one. downside <laughs> i would take the most death over ever having a p moment again honestly like so celia the reason it's a thing is because celia is Unfortunately, her character is a little bit frustrating the first, like, five or ten chapters-ish. Because she's a very, like, hard-headed woman who apparently doesn't know anything about, like, Norse culture like or history, really, besides, like, I guess they worship Thor or something. I don't know. Um, She she doesn't, and I, I gotta just accept that, because not everyone is you and me who get deep in stuff. It's true. With that. Without regard it's for like true. what we should actually be learning,
1: hey, I I, hey I
0: get now. that. I get. <laughs> hey now.
1: I would argue that this is important to be learning. Instead
0: of learning yeah. how to do my taxes, I learned about the Norse pantheon. Well, I mean, in the big picture, that's true. They don't care if I do my taxes. <laughs> but so I, in that sense, she she was frustrating to me for a little bit mm-hmm. because. She makes a lot of assumptions that are totally erroneous, like, right off the jump. And mm-hmm. it's just, like... And kind of does it again and again and again mm-hmm. before she finally realizes, oh, fuck, I can't assume anything about these people because I don't know anything about their culture. Right. Um, And that is embarrassing Mm -hmm. it is embarrassing like she assumes that um at one point the hero's uh, doll's brother ragni he like uh flirts with her and she later finds out that he is a priest and she's like oh my god how could you flirt with me you're a fucking priest and he's like what are you talking about and she's like well you're supposed to be celibate aren't you and he's like what the fuck
1: yeah
0: yeah um and so stuff like that happens a lot. but if we're talking about the pee moment, it's because she's like I don't understand like she they escort her to like a little hill and they're like, you gotta pee here and you have a guard because they're like in the middle of enemy territory in the middle of a fucking desert and like they can't like let her go around a corner because they don't know what's yeah, yeah, gonna happen yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. Um, and they also, like, don't know who she is. They don't know what she's going to do, right? Whatever. Um, and, and so she, like, kicks up a huge fuss and then, like, does her business eventually. And it's just like, as long as no one fucking looks at me. And then it's, like, a prolonged scene where she then goes back to the guy and argues with him about where she's allowed to pee. And it's, like, the most embarrassing thing. Why? Because, again, I think it's an easy excuse. It's like it's an easy flashpoint to be like, culturally, these people are very different. I'm going to show you how different they are. And instead of it being something over, like, where we sleep, it's about, like, pee. It's just
1: like if you're, like, I'm sorry, but I can't imagine being thrown into another dimension. And then the thing that I'm, like, flashpointing over is where I can pee. I just can't. I mean, to a
0: certain to a certain degree, I understand like all of a sudden you have no bodily autonomy. Well, yeah. You have no control over your like over your environment and you don't know where you are. To but to the other side of this, you're literally in another dimension. That's what what that's what I'm saying. Like
1: I feel like I would have larger concerns like survival. (laughs)
0: yeah and it's it's to a certain degree it's a little frustrating because like sometimes she'll be really competent and like she's like a she's like a 911 like phone operator she She also is like a trained like like retrieval specialist Mm -hmm. she's like Mm -hmm. i'd say she straddles the line between being like too badass and being like a normal human Mm -hmm. being um which is fine um but so it kind of fluctuates between her being really competent and her making these really stupid assumptions and not thinking things through Mm -hmm. um in the beginning which is kind of like ah that's that's kind of frustrating however she also like i mean to to her credit like she is in the worst kind of situation also one thing i really really liked about this is that she doesn't hide who she is or where she's from Good for because her. she doesn't know what the yeah. fuck is going mm-hmm. on so she's like i was fucking hiking and then all of a sudden i saw some lights and my head hit the ground and then i woke up here and everyone's like ah fuck you must be from Midgard. That's crazy. Uh, and, uh, and she's like, I guess. Sure. Um, and, and, and then she's like, okay, can someone tell me how to get home? And they're like, oh, you know, I mean, maybe you could talk to a priest about that. I don't know. Really, it's not really. It's above my pay grade. Um, no one's ever I mean, really wanted to suck. leave before. Uh, we, yeah,
1: like...
0: yeah we've, we've been here for like 800 years. Why wouldn't you want to be here? Do you see all my sexy brethren? We're all so horny. Um, (laughs) Fresh, fresh women. Mm, Yes. There's a, I will say when I, I did not remember like that much from this. I remember the broad strokes of this book. So as a, as, as I was rereading it as an adult, I was like, is there like a, is there like a woman shortage that I just glossed I mean... over in my brain? There isn't. There isn't. It's like a fully functional society with like even, it's fine. Um, but like that could have very easily gone, it gone could in that have direction. Very
1: easily gone that direction. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It doesn't. It doesn't, thank God. Um <laughs> but one of the really interesting uh elements of this series is that the reason it's called Dangerous Talents is because everyone or mostly everyone in this world is born with a talent and that is like some sort of enhanced ability. Mm -hmm. Um, and it can be anything from like, you have really, really good eyesight or you've really, really good hearing, or you're super graceful. Um, or you are, um, like, uh, really good at imbuing things with beauty. Mm -hmm. So like someone becomes a jeweler Mm -hmm. because they have like this talent to make things and the people who wear the things beautiful, Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, and if you're not born with a talent, you're considered, like, like basically half a person. <laughs> um, and it's, like, real messed up. <laughs> um, and uh, so when she gets there, she doesn't, like, have a talent, obviously, because she's, like, a normal human being. And they're all like, oh... Poor thing. <laughs> poor mm-hmm. thing. Oh, we're not going to tell anybody because that would be really embarrassing for you. But like, poor thing. And she's like, what the fuck? Y'all are really judgy. You don't even, you don't even wear underwear. And you're judging me? Okay.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
0: And and so she eventually like does do you get the feeling like right away that she's going to develop some sort of talent and she does mm-hmm. um, and I really like her talent her talent is actually very fun she's not like super like I don't know she's not like super powered or whatever like sometimes it's easy to
1: you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: ooh a strange hot lady has popped into a new world and she's the savior right, right, right. oh my Naturally, word yes, no. Yes. No, she has the ability to find things. Yeah. So she just imagines like what she's trying to find and her like talent is she can get there unerringly. Mm-mm. So if like a kid is lost, she can find a kid by imagining them, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's I, I really, really liked this book because it's it, it's slow burn for one thing. Mm-hmm. It is, the culture was really interesting. I didn't appreciate, I think, as a teenager, the amount of research that clearly went into writing this Mm -hmm. book. Um, And I, there's, it's a series. I believe this book isn't actually a standalone, but there's like more books in the world, Mm -hmm. Um, which I don't know why I didn't read them. (laughs) Like, I just read this one, I guess. And then I was just like, more Viking romance. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. Because again, all of the like time slip romance I was reading was like, after this, I think I read this one first and then I wanted to read nothing but Viking romance and then one zombie romance.
1: And then like, in 2012,
0: it was wild. It was a wild time for Abigail. I don't know. I don't know her. Um, yes.
1: Amazing. Yes. And
0: some of these, some of these are extremely choice too. One is like the Vikings heat, uh-huh. the Vikings amazing, stuff like that. Um, yep, it's yep, wild. Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've read some
1: of those. I feel like probably. I, like I
0: tried to. It, it was funny because I did try to read some of them. I'm gonna pull them up now, and um, because I, I wasn't sure which one this the one I was thinking mm-hmm. of that for this podcast. I was I wasn't sure like what the title was mm-hmm. anymore, so I just like re-downloaded all the ones that I knew I had. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of them was uh yeah, the Vikings' heat, <laughs> uh, which is with Sandra Hill, and uh-huh. then the other one was Daughter of Time, and then. Lord of Vengeance <laughs> And then the Viking started. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Legend of the Bloodstone.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Stolen fruits. <laughs> Which is subtitled A Bride for the Viking. Of course, of course. I hope someone got ASMR from that. <laughs>
1: I have definitely, I've definitely read some Sandra Hill and about that time or in the like the 2012. I feel like it was a thing. Like there was a brief moment in time where there was like a lot of it. A lot of it.
0: There must have been because I wasn't, I remember I wasn't. I didn't know what to look for. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't a, a, like a reader yet mm-hmm. uh, of romance. So I, I probably just searched romance in Amazon and it came up with like whatever was popular mm-hmm. at the time. And then I found one book I liked and then just went off on a tangent from there. Um, So it's, I I read, um I think one of those is a, is a time slip with mm-hmm. not with Vikings actually with uh where like a, a woman is dropped into like, pre-colonial or like not pre-colonial it is colonial uh america but just like before like we've actually colonialized, mm-hmm. colonized, mm-hmm. Colonialized, colonized, colonized, <laughs> colonized um, America. Like when the Native Americans still weren't sure, like what we were the fuck up to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one was. I didn't reread that. I'm sure it's got a lot of problematic elements in it. I don't remember there being a lot, but, the, but I was, it was like seventeen. Yeah, like yeah. Did you I know? D- probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna err on side of yeah. caution and say probs. <clears throat> um, I did want to say, um, that uh. One of these, when I tried to reread it, because I was like, what if I reread all of these? Be funny. <laughs> one of these. <laughs> yes. Yes, I have to go. So, Vikings, sheesh. <laughs> um, I was like, ah, oh, fuck yeah, I want to read that. What's that? I don't know, because I don't think I actually read uh-huh, that one. And uh-huh. I was like, I wonder why. Well, the reason why is because. When I looked up the synopsis, which you could actually no longer find because it's not listed on Amazon anymore. You have to, like, look it up on Goodreads. What? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's about a psychologist who accidentally ends up in Navy SEAL training and then ends up slipping through time to be auctioned off at a Viking, like, thrall auction to a Viking warlord. I, um, I, is
1: Oh, you wouldn't have gotten deep enough to to know if this was. Following.
0: Well, but that that premise, I don't like. How many books does that match up for you, Michael? dude? it involves a football player in the first chapter? Does that ring any bells? Football player, no. Like she she uses a football player connection to get in with the Navy SEAL. No, 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 no,
1: that's and... not the part of the book that I remember. Of, but like I incredible, I remember <laughs> incredible. If you glossed over, I that. remember. <laughs> Something about like she she could understand everybody talking to her.
0: Okay, that's like half of these
1: books. Man. <laughs> that's, that's dangerous. talents. <laughs> like that, like okay, but like in that particular book, I was like, no, like immediately, I was like, no, and then yeah. later, like I, you need to, I need to, I need to look it up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, you can't. Yeah, you can't. I just like, I, I, uh, some of these I like, I can't. There was a reason I, I very clearly yeah, yeah, couldn't read yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, you type away. I'm sorry. I um,
1: have to know. I have to know if it's one line. of these
0: books involves three women being dropped into like a medieval castle. Um, but one of them is like, like one of them is a, an assistant a very competent assistant and the other one is like a super neurotic like ceo who she has to take care of and like but the 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 like romance is between the assistant and this like lord of this castle uh-huh and i was like i can't imagine anything less appealing than bring like bringing your neurotic boss into your medieval romance why would you do that to a reader i yeah i don't i don't i don't anyway Again, I don't pass Abigail. Who is she? I don't know. Yeah. I'd love yeah. to meet her.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I, I'm pretty sure that one of those books is the one that I read, and we will discuss it later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll,
1: circle back. We'll circle back to that. We'll come back to that later.
0: Anyway, I really like Dangerous Talents. Dangerous Talents is a really good book. I, I was surprised by how good it was. I was expecting, like, you know, I don't know, I read it when I was like, 17 i was expecting it to be kind of shitty but it it really wasn't it was very good i will say if you do look it up um it is still available through like ebooks and Mm -hmm. stuff um if you do look it up for whatever reason in the listing it says that it's 700 pages long is that true it's not accurate i almost had a fucking heart attack because when i finally discovered that this was the book i was thinking of i was like fuck yeah i'm gonna read it um I saw that listing and I was like, "Oh fuck!" Is it what have like seven hundred K E N P?
1: You know, like the adjusted no? Kindle number of pages for like page read counting. Is that someone Let just confused look.
0: that? Let me look because normally it doesn't. That.
1: Uh Andrew,
0: nope, says print like length- print like the seven hundred pages. So this is like Oof. a fucking massive double yeah. space mm-hmm. book. It- in, in the Kindle edition, it is, it is, like, 300 pages. It's not, like, obscenely long. Like, that's a long book, but it's not, like... It's not 700 pages long. Um... And I, th- I guess you still can get it in print if you order it through Amazon directly. It probably just print print on demand. Um, but uh yeah, I highly recommend it. I wanna read the rest of the series now because I really, really liked it. I loved all the characters. There's a ton of political intrigue in that same way that Outlander has like five subplots going. Right. This is like the same. Mm-hmm. Um Doll is the uh he's he's Lord Dahl. Uh, which I can't, I can't say without thinking of like the food, but there we go. Um, he he, uh, his his dad is is uh, the like ruler of Court's home, mm-hmm. um, and he is also like the the head jarl of all the jarls, mm-hmm. uh, which is like I guess like kings sort of ish mm-hmm. dukes mm-hmm. more or less because mm-hmm. they don't really have a king. Um, and uh, he's like the elected khan. He's Khan Nevin, and uh, so I liked that like he wasn't. Dahl himself wasn't all powerful. Like he normally like Mm -hmm. he the the main hero is the kind of guy who's in charge of everything. I like that he was like he was super dedicated to his dad. He like highly respects his father, but his father is making all these really tough political decisions that he he kind of has to deal with while at the same time they don't know who brought Celia to 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 this place. She was obviously brought for a reason, and I really suspect that it's has a lot to do with what's going on. Um I will say one complaint is she refers to herself not as Celia, except for when she introduces herself, she introduces herself as Celia. In her mind, she calls herself either Seal or Cell. And it drives me insane. It's C-E-L-E. And it's either Seal or Cell. Either way, it's bad.
1: C-E-L-E.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Short for Celia, which is already a pretty short name, first of all. Second, seal is a word, and so is cell. (laughs) Uh
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. I would have gone just with C. Yeah, C. Yeah.
0: Or Leah, or like something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, her name is Celia Montrose, and she's cool. But like, yeah, that really bothered me. It also bothered me because it's not like anybody refers to her as that other than her. Right, right, right. So everyone in the book is calling her Celia, except in her mind, she calls herself seal or Cell. And I'm like, I don't think, I don't think that's necessary. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's necessary for like, it was a distracting variance. Yeah. It was weird. Cause if you, one thing, if she had like friends there who like referred to her, mm-hmm. as that or if mm-hmm. like, when she finally gets close to the hero mm-hmm. and trusts that he's not like going to, I don't know, do whatever he's going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he, she could be like, hey, you can call me right, right. right, right, right fuck. Right. You can call right. me a seal. Or, right. or. But, like... <laughs> <laughs> <I mean. laughs> it's the same way. So, in in the Psy Changeling books, there is a type of uh psychic talent, um, which is, like, a... It's, like, psychometric or something like mm-hmm. that, where, like, they touch mm-hmm. things and then they can pick yep. up memories. Cool, 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 cool. But in the Psy universe, like, you when depending on what type of psi you are you put like a first like letter and then psi to just to distinguish what kind Mm -hmm. you are so it's like if you are a uh foreseer psi if you see the future you're an Mm f-psi if you're a medical psi you're an Mm m-psi so on Mm -hmm. and so forth Mm -hmm. but for like the psychometric psi they go they do they do psi (laughs) Yes, Psy. sigh, Psy. Psy. So in my head, whenever I read it, it's Psy. P-s-p-s. They were calling a cat here. P-s-p-s-p-s. Yes, 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 yes. So it's a problem. Uh, anyway, okay. Let me bug.
1: tell you what I like yeah. about what you told me because I, I keep okay, thinking, I keep coming back to this, and I'm like, like somebody was really on the ball. Because having Balder be the god that takes them to Alfheim is like mm-hmm. y- you knew mm-hmm. what you were doing
0: mm-hmm. because Alfheim technically belongs to Balder. Mm-hmm. I that's why I was surprised by the amount of research and and also the amount of like okay I'm not just going to one to one adapt what like we all think Vikings were into at the time yeah. and just smack it yeah, yeah, here yeah. and that's it has existed unchanged she definitely adapted the books and the, the like religion of, of the world and the mythos of the world to evolve with the people who would have, with the type of people who would have come to this place mm-hmm. and what they how they would have interpreted things. Um, so like the Pantheon is like very much centered around Balder because Balder is their savior. Yeah, yeah. Um, And then the rest are kind of secondary. And there is a movement within the books for uh, women who are kind of looking for more autonomy. Cause it's still like, they're not, like, a super, like, they're still kind of Vikings, right? Like, women are have a lot of freedom. They have a, t- a ton of freedom compared to, like, what we would imagine, I think. But, like, they're still, like, you know, kind of second classes. It's, like, a little <laughs> bit. Um, And they're like, fuck that. So there's a movement called uh, Freya's Daughters where they're trying to, like, fight for, like, equal rights and that's very fun and it's just this tiny part of the book which was which was um which tickled me because i was like all right okay that's fun, all right because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. celia knows self-defense and so she escapes being attacked once and like all the women are like oh holy shit That's us <laughs> i will say this isn't entirely historically accurate obviously because there we now are acknowledging we've known for a while, but people didn't want to talk about it. There were a fuckload of female warriors, yeah, uh, in in uh, in history, and that's just a whole thing. Well, but yeah, again, like, twenty twelve, not only that,
1: but just like the role of women in Norse society has yeah. been like undersold.
0: Yes, and I I will say to to that degree, I think it's less annoying I- than it is in some books. Where like I think it would have been very easy. To be, like, I feel like I've read a lot of Viking romances where it's just, like, the women have, like, no rights at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that's not... Like, they just assume that that's how it was. And this, they very much do. Like, premarital sex is a thing. Like, women can do what they want. They also have talents and stuff. But there is a certain level of, like, okay, but you still need to do what your dad tells you. Mm -hmm. Which sucks. But, like, okay, it could be much, much worse. It could also be a lot better. Whatever. <laughs> um, you know, like it's yeah, it's kind of middling yeah, yeah, in yeah, that yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah, that's yes. in some
1: ways quite progressive. For it,
0: that, yep. yeah. For for the genre and for 2012, yeah. which feels like a many it lifetimes, such a lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't, it doesn't, it's not that long ago, but in actual like advancement of like uh, the world, has the, like, really the world and yeah. yeah, like it is, it is it, specifically in romance. It was a lifetime yeah. ago. And in that sense, um, shocking amount of consent in this book. Uh, a, I mean, there are, I will say the like, trigger warnings, right? Like some bad shit happens in this book right away. Mm-hmm. Um, A couple of times she is in precarious situations where sexual assault is a threat, um, but nothing ever happens, thank God. Um, And, um, But, you know, for the most part, it's pretty tame. I'd say it's a hell of a lot tamer than Outlander, which has graphic, graphic scenes of assault um, and is very hard to read and actually why I only read the first book because... Once I got to the second one, yeah. I was like, nope, well, this is not fun anymore. the first one in
1: particular, the end is really hard, really, really hard. Really, 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 really hard, yeah. Like, I never want to get to that.
0: For every moment of happiness you get in the Outlander series, yeah. it is immediately followed by someone being assaulted, yeah. um, which is, or a baby dying, or, like, <laughs> something, or them being separated for 20 something years. Something
1: gritty and grim
0: and, bad. Yeah. Um, This book ain't that. So, that's nice. I liked that. Um, And I I just, I was very surprised. 2012 Abigail, you surprised me with your taste. All of the other stuff that you liked, incomprehensible. Incomprehensible. Like, I, it is, hold on, let's just take it, at the the end of this here episode, let's just take a a cruise. Because that was just the the novels that I downloaded. That wasn't even, like, the nonfiction shit I had on here. Let us... Let us go. <laughs> I feel like
1: in 2012, it, that was around the time that my local um Borders went under. Like Borders uh. was bank bankrupted or something around that time and shut down all of the stores and I went on this like romance buying spree at the Borders because, you know, mm-hmm. it was everything was being clearanced yeah. and 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 I and I brought home a lot of questionable content from that That's fair. closing.
0: Oh, Abigail! <laughs> oh, Abigail! Some of these, some of these, man! I tell you what, I don't know. I don't. Okay, hit, hit
1: me, hit me,
0: <laughs> freedom, <laughs> freedom, the rake and the recluse. Oh my god! And it's just got yes. I read Did you read you. that? Yes. That book is whack, man. What's happening? I don't I don't remember. All I remember is that it's got like a whole like photo shoot He he has his writing crop. Yes. Yes. And my so the digital version at least has just a man's tight little bubble butt in some britches. And I have read that book. He was holding I have, a riding crop. Listen, I, we were
1: obviously shopping in the same section of the Zahn. <laughs> because
0: I have also read that book. Oh, my God. That's so good. I don't even think... I. It says I finished it, which is amazing, because I don't remember. All I remember is, like, this one scene where she, like, tries to run away. Because yep. this was also a time yep. slip. And she tries to run away from yep. him, and he, like... Tracks are down in the woods and then something with a riding crop happens. I'm sure you can Listen, guess what. I swear that book has pictures. I swear it does. That's I don't I don't remember pictures, but honestly I don't remember I also don't remember buying Hack the System with Acts of Creative Rebellion. Or <laughs> or the perfect cup of tea. Or the vertical gardening guidebook. The I don't vertical remember buying gardening this.
1: guidebook. Yeah. I mean, yeah you're living a, a what is life. This?
0: What was I doing? Who was she?
1: <laughs> she was trying to get into gardening in a small space.
0: Yeah, I also <laughs> I also downloaded the Memoirs of Sherlock Holmes, never fucking touch that. Uh, let's see. Shadow's Edge by JT Gessinger? Jessinger? What is okay, I don't even know what this is. We're gonna take a we're gonna take a look here. Okay. Hopefully this is still available. Oh fuck, it's gonna download. Oh I don't want All right, that's fine. <laughs> <sighs> okay, let's see. View in store. It is still available. Twenty thirteen winner of the Prism Award. Um uh... Is it all coming back to you now? I don't even know if... I don't think I read this. (laughs) Deep within the primeval forests of southern England, a race of beautiful, savage, shapeshifters lives, hidden from the everyday world, bound together by ancient bloodlines and a ruthless code of secrecy that punishes traitors with death. The Ikati send their leader... First fuck up. They send their leader, Leander. (sighs) It's bad... Leader Leander on a mission to capture one raised outside the tribe before she can expose their secret. When Leander tracks the unsuspecting outsider to Southern California, of course, it's in <laughs> Southern California, the hardened warrior is prepared for a fight, but not for the effect of the sensual young beauty <laughs> has on his heart. <laughs> Hold on, there's more! Jenna spent her childhood in hiding on the run from someone or something. Her parents refused to discuss. She trusts no one, not since her father's mysterious disappearance, not since her mother's sudden death, and definitely not since she began exhibiting strange superhuman abilities. <laughs> when handsome, enigmatic Leander appears, promising answers to the mysterious that she- The mysteries that shroud her past, sorry, (laughs) she knows she shouldn't trust him either, but their connection is undeniable and as powerful as the enemy hell-bent on destroying every one of their kind. Anyway, I have no idea what this fucking book is about. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
1: obviously, it's about.
0: (laughs) Wait, hold on. Fans of True Blood and Game of Thrones, woofer doofers, <laughs>
1: okay, will be right, captivated
0: right. by this edgy, sensual new paranormal series about an ancient dynasty of shape shifters locked in the centuries-old battle for power. Oh, those are some attraction counts, between yeah. a leader and the woman who. Made like Game of Thrones, really? And True Blood. Like, that's and True Blood. Now, are we talking the show? Are we talking?
1: Uh, are we talking Game books? of Thrones? Because is either. obviously the show, right?
0: What's well, this is in two- 2013. When did Game of Thrones come out? I don't even know. You're right. It could be the books. But still, like, really? What a comp, though, huh? What a that's comp. Some, that's wild. I don't even think I read this. I downloaded this. Yeah. I downloaded... Well, okay. So it won the 2013 winner, but it was published in 2012. Hmm. Yeah. June 12th, 2012. This came out the day before my birthday in 2012. Hmm. Well, that means nothing, um, except that there are six books in this series! (laughs) A Night Prowler novel. Shadow Tensh. Anyway, his name was Leander, and that's unacceptable. Um, That's it. That's the end of this episode. That's it. I'm done. Alexander. This has been podcast. Uh. We we went on a journey. We talked about Vikings. We talked about time. So we talked about uh, cavemen. Yeah, and um, and that's and that's it. You should read. You should read the book.
1: We talked about fudge.
0: Hey, hey,
1: <laughs> stop it. Stop it. Sorry, it was just. One of those early Kindle mistakes.
0: I mean, we did just go through my, yep, my little yep. backlog there, so yep. I can't really say much. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't have anything like that, so actually I think I'm doing better than you, but you know. <laughs> I'm not going to jail, so. For fudge crimes. Oh, man. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: not recommended. Yep. Do you have <laughs> Plugables? Do I have plugables? Yes! Yes! And
0: not fudge! <laughs> not fudge!
1: <laughs> no! First of all, I want to talk about First, Time Slip. Okay. Giants of the Frost by Kim Wilkins. Okay? Yeah, you've mentioned this I have this mentioned, mentioned it before, but. Yeah. I cannot tell you how much you need to read this. Everyone who loves Norse right mythology right needs to read this book because it is like just so it's so good it's like basically um the norse god Vitter, he it, it like fell in love with this mortal um during the viking age and because he fell in love with her like it was like he was gonna give up his fate and odin was having none of that because Vitter like odin needs Vitter to to survive basically um Mm -hmm. so and and vitter is one of odin's sons so he was like no and like basically killed her so so odin killed the woman that he loved so that vitter would like stop like entertaining this idea that he was gonna like step out of line and then she's reincarnated and vitter finds her again in the modern world look i'm telling you you need to read this book yeah, I just found it. It's cool. Looks good. It's so good. And like when I say you, I don't mean you, Abigail. Only I mean you. You, you as also in do mean Everyone.
0: Me, you do. You do specifically well, yeah, I mean, mean obviously me. Obviously because I am should, the most important. You should. I am the main character. It's a good. It's a good
1: book. Also for people who like Loki, he's in it, and he has a pretty like significant part of the book. So like Loki stands. I got you. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh. What else? What else? Mm, um. Also, I would like to. I would like to plug *Son of Zeus* by Amalia Dylan slash Amalia Carousella slash myself.
0: I know her. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which is the son of Zeus, Pirithus, who is a Greek hero who is released into the from from the underworld. Um, By Persephone into the modern modern upstate New York, and there are many hijinks. You could also listen to the Son of Zeus podcast episode if you Mm -hmm, want to hear mm -hmm, more about those mm -hmm, hijinks, because mm -hmm, I'm pretty sure we mm -hmm. laughed
0: a lot. We did. did we did. Yeah, we talked about him trying to use a toaster for like. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. So,
1: um, also, also, I would like to. Speaking of people coming back in reincarnated forms. Um, I am launching a serial on my Patreon that is my first novel, polished, restructured, revised. And it's about a billionaire CEO and a girl who she is the reincarnation of the love of his life who died in a tragic car accident when they were in their 20s, and basically resulted in him becoming like a criminal billionaire because then he had no one that he wanted to be a good man for.
0: Had tragic. no moral compass anymore. Yeah, it was
1: tragic. It's tragic. Um, <clears throat> anyway, the first chapter should be uh, available maybe now when you're listening to this. Um, the first chapters. First chapter one and chapter two are going to be um, public so that anyone can read it for a taste of the book and then subscribe, become a patron, and you can read the whole rest of the book for as little as a dollar a month. Come, come join me. Do it. Do it. I mean, I think, especially if you are a fan of my work otherwise, I think that you will find it kind of delightful as like a, a peek into... 2008-2009 2008 2009 author amalia <laughs> 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 Yeah who was
0: she <laughs> That's what I'm saying yeah. who yeah. who are they yeah. I don't know them Um and like uh, she's she's
1: wild like this book is a trip I'm not going to lie it's a trip
0: And uh, so you're releasing these like what twice a week the chapters or Um
1: I am releasing between one and two chapters a week, depending on how long the chapter is like chapter one is really long. So I broke it into two parts. Um, so that's two posts that week. And then chapter two is two posts the next week. Cause it's also ridiculously long. Um, and then if you are a $5 patron, you can get a downloadable EPUB um, collection of each month's chapters. So like, there's going to be like six volumes And if you are a next level patron at the $5 level, you can just download them and read them on whatever your e reading device is.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's if you are, I don't know, I think that for a lot of readers, especially now, or, you know, my age group, they kind of came up reading fan fiction, and that's a once a week thing. So reading a serial is very like. Sorry, once a week if you're fucking lucky. But, like, you know, like it's like a, it's, you, you are used to waiting for the next Mm -hmm, chapter to come out and mm -hmm. then you read it and you get that big old serotonin boost and then you wait and it's, it's good. So, we're, we're used to that kind of vibe. So, if you are maybe, uh, in some ways, hesitant to dive into a full novel right now or you're not really sure where to start with a, with Amalia's work, this is a good place to start because, like, it's not going to be overwhelming. It's only, like, a buck a month. Um, and you're going to get, like, little bite-sized chunks that you can just enjoy, yep. you know, on your lunch break or whatever. Um, cereals are a great way to do that. Speaking of. Yes. <laughs> um, Not to slip my pluggables in do here. It. But I'm going to i'm gonna do it since we're already talking about it um so in on february 6th 2022 i am releasing the first two chapters of my own serial Um, i'm releasing them once a week on sundays uh they are going to be anywhere between 45 and 5,000 words long which is quite they're hefty boys yeah that is long um those are those are long chapters that is a goodly Um, chunk Yes, yeah. I to sustain you through the week, yeah. and then the next one will come out. Um, and uh, uh, that that book is called Consort's Glory. It's the first in the New Protectorate series. It's about, uh, <laughs> it's yes! about a elf. It's about a elf, a chunky elf. I love him, and uh, and a witch, and uh, it is a near future urban fantasy, uh, alternate universe where um shit is whack so uh if you are <laughs> i'm like i haven't i haven't oh my god no i have released the blurb i just realized i've released the blurb so i can actually say what the book is about there you go do it yeah because i'm releasing the blurb on halloween oh that's exciting do it. this is what happens when you record things early okay so uh the book is about a <laughs> uh a, a witch who has a secret she is She is actively dying, and she is on the hunt for the person, the one person in San Francisco who can stop that from happening. Um, And at the same time, that the new king of the Elvish Protectorate, which is the entirety of what is the United States West Coast, um, is also looking for uh, somebody. And um, there is a a bomb. There is a... (laughs) (laughs) There are coyotes. There are... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's a a mad dash. There's a, a a a plot point where our our main girl, our our wonderful delicate little heroine, uh, goes full feral and jumps out of a moving car. Nice. There's there's a there's a lot of good shit. There's an eleven thousand word oral scene. Yes, like, we got it yes. all, baby. We got it all. And also, I um, feel like there was a shower scene. There's a very long shower. There's a five thousand word shower scene. Um. Yes, uh, and other things also. Yeah, <laughs> other things. Get it. Uh, so if if you're interested at all in in uh, in reading that. I have blurbs. I have uh, sneak peeks available on my Twitter at Abigail K. Kelly. Um, I'm releasing that book, obviously, like I said, in February as a serial. But then, eventually, after that serial is done, I will start a new serial, which is going to be the second book in this series, which is already planned out. um, And I will be compiling all of those uh, chapters into a actual ebook that will then go out into the world and you can share with your friends and whatever do whatever you want with it it doesn't matter to me patron up um, patron up yeah that'll be five bucks a month for some hefty hefty chapters uh if if that's what you're into um and if not you can find kingdom of thirst everywhere uh except for the places that we're not at kingdom thirst um sorry you missed all of the sweet sweet thirsty first birthday merch if you haven't gotten it too bad it's done now <laughs> um because it was only available through the 31st because uh, because because thirsty first yeah yeah you get it yeah
1: that's good yeah that's good yeah
0: a plus a plus thank you it's a pun that w- it works on so it many does. levels it, it's, it's very good A-plus. uh and you can't and if and if you didn't get your merch bah, sucks for you the hooded
1: sweatshirt was really nice
0: it's very cool. Uh, I'm still waiting on some of mine that I ordered for myself. <laughs> but uh, I got the prototype sweater, and I was really jealous because everyone else got the cool shit that's not the <laughs> prototype. And now I'm like, <laughs> I-, I need to get, like, actual merch. Um, somebody in Canada today, by the way, I just got a notification that somebody in Canada went hog wild on our that's merch store. awesome. And got a ton of merch. I feel like... So
1: thanks, whoever you these, are. This would be, like, the best Christmas gifts
0: I think so. Very sexy, at least. Um, You know what else is good Christmas gifts? Books. Yes, and order them now. Also, Hanukkah's coming up, if that's what you celebrate. Yule's coming up, if that's what you celebrate. I don't care if you just want to give people gifts, whatever. You can go to our bookshop.org storefront, and you can visit the list that either are the featured on the podcast list, where all of the books will be. Son of Zeus is there. All of it's there. Um, And then if you want to look at my just overall books that i love abigail's uh totally unbiased best books of all time <laughs> list um that has like 60 something books in it i'm gonna be adding more um you can order from there but you can also just order whatever books you want through my storefront and i get a little kickback so thank you very do much it. Uh, do it do it do that and do it now like like yeah, no yeah, no, yeah. no
1: no 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 like honestly like yesterday
0: And can I just – I'm going to do a little – I'm just going to do a little – hey, this is your friend Abigail. She's here. (laughs) She's here talking to you. She has a little request from the bottom of my bookseller heart. I'm just going to ask you, if you're going into a bookstore this year and you're buying a lot of books, please, for the love of me and everything and this good, sweet, succulent earth – Don't ask me to wrap your purchases. (laughs) I'm tired. Happy holidays. That's been podcast. Glad almost not yet you all. (laughs) Happy Hanukkah, friends. Don't fucking ask me to wrap your shit. I'm done. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. <sighs> okay. Do you have anything else to add? Any pluggables?
1: Mm, anything? Uh, I like. I am not prepared. Usually I'm so well, much better with my plugs, but I'm sorry. Well,
0: you did, you did books and things. Come, come join me
1: on Patreon. Please. I love the sauce you put on that (laughs) word. I love the sauce. And and read, like, there's so much on there. Like, there's, like, all of Son of Zeus, from when it was serialized, is still available for patrons to read. Like, you don't even have to buy it anywhere else. You can just come and be a patron, and there's some short stories. Like, I mean, there's sneak peeks of Orc 3, which I know that's what everybody is dying to, to have from me. I mean... I have it all. I have it all. She's
0: got it all. She's got it all. So all the links to all of that stuff will be in the description below, as per usual, as well as all of our social links. Oh, also join our Discord. That's fun. Um, all of that is below. So just check out the description of the podcast uh, episode, and, and you'll find everything there. So that's been podcast. I'll see you next week. Please have mercy on me. It's going to be a rough couple of months, y'all. Uh, this is content okay goodbye bye Kingdom of Thirst is a member of the Frolic Podcast Network find all of our episodes and tons of new podcasts to listen to at frolic.media slash podcasts